Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash Motherbird. Oh. If you love Reddit stories and am I the asshole stories, don't forget to click that subscribe button to get involved and let's just crack on with it. With our first story from Forever Mind Down, titled, Am I the asshole for telling my brother and sister that I can't support them in what they are doing? The gist of this is three years ago. My siblings and I found out our mum had cheated on our dad for several years of their marriage. He found out at the same time. We all took a DNA test and only I was my dad's bio kid. It destroyed my parents' marriage and dad walked away from my mum. My siblings said at the time he was their dad no matter what and he said they were his kids no matter what and he never wanted them to feel otherwise. A year ago and they decided they wanted to meet their bio fathers. I noticed at the time it really stung my dad that they had an interest though he never said anything or acted differently. Not even to me when I tried to be a shoulder to lean on. Both of my siblings met their bio fathers and both built relationships up with these men. My sister has decided she wants both dads to walk her down the aisle. It crushed our dad. He admitted to me afterwards that he felt like he wasn't good enough and he had a mixture of emotions because he never signed up to be one of the dads in the picture. He never wanted to be a co-dad, but now he is because his ex-wife had so many affairs. What makes it worse is that these new relationships are getting more time and he is noticing he sees them less because they are busy working on the bio relationship. My siblings had mentioned wanting to invite these bio fathers to family events and dinners. They want our dad to meet them and they want a life where both men have the title for each. I told them I can't support this. This is killing our dad and I can't stand to see what this is doing to him. They said he's still their dad. I told them they essentially cast him aside in favor of these other fathers and given he's the one who was there their whole lives, they can't expect everyone to be happy and fine with this. My brother said he doesn't really love them if he doesn't want this for them and they both called me and asked for refusing to support them as their baby sister. Am I the arsehole? Damn, now I've got to come in with this one with a very rare no one's an arsehole here apart from the mother of course who cheated on her partner multiple times and had, and had kids with multiple people. You can't blame like the siblings for finding out that you know they have fathers that they've never known about and then one in a relationship with them you know and i'm just assuming in this case because i don't think we got the info in this story that these other fathers didn't know about other dad being in the picture either and there's potentially many victims in one story here unless those other those other fathers knew about her being married etc Pumpkinkra says, Not the asshole. It's one thing to meet a bio dad, but walking her down the aisle? Some guy had sex with a married woman with his kids, and he gets equal billing as the guy who raised her. Her dad has to walk down the aisle with him, like he's his gay husband. The dude his wife cheated with, whose kid now picks two. I understand wanting to meet the bio dad, but this is just mean. 
Nightfrog replies that saying the kids are allowed to want to build a relationship with their bio dad, that is normal. It seems to me like it is the same as loving your mum and dad, except they love their dad and dad, and they need to get to know these new dads. We don't know if the men knew they were sleeping with a married woman or if they knew that they had kids until they were contacted. Their first dad needs to express his hurt to the kids in a calm manner using I statements. I feel hurt you spent less time with me. I am feeling less loved, etc. And the sibling needs to reassure their first and main proper dad that they still love him and reinforce that bond. I don't think that the kids are the assholes though, not from what was said in the OP. Reddit DK2 says not the asshole. It's understandable that your siblings want to get to know their bio dad. Of course, this is going to hurt your dad, but you can't blame your siblings for that. But it's ridiculous that your siblings want your dad to have any kind of relationship with their bio dads. These are the guys that his wife cheated on him with. Jammy says no one's an asshole here except the cheating mum who caused all this drama. It's natural for a person, your siblings, to want to know about their biological roots and if they were able to connect with those people. That's their choice to make. It's natural for your dad to feel hurt at having to share the title of dad with a man who helped his wife cheat on him for kids he raised. I wouldn't blame him if he said no to walking your sister down the aisle alongside her bio dad again, a man who helped his wife cheat on him. It's natural for you to be indignant on your dad's behalf and want no part of hurting him, not being able to understand the point of view your siblings who say they consider your dad their dad but don't seem to take into consideration how much their actions are hurting him. And you're not obligated to take part in supporting hurting your dad by supporting their choices if you don't want to. And Mazza says, what a beeping mess. And the real culprit who sits out of all the drama is the person who caused it. This is such a difficult one to give out a verdict on, but I'm saying no one's an asshole here besides Mother Dearest. Your siblings have the right to know their bio dads. In fact, they were robbed of these relationships by your mum's dishonesty. Your dad's hurt is also understandable, especially the walking down the aisle part. What a gut-wrenching situation for him. Seminary Smooth says, not the asshole. I was really leaning towards no one's an asshole here, but I keep rereading the part about your siblings wanting these other men to come to family dinners and it just makes me angry and sad for your father. These other men aren't fathers to your siblings. They didn't raise your siblings. And until a year ago, they weren't even known to your siblings. What these men are is a constant reminder to your actual father of his wife's infidelity. How dare your siblings want to revisit that kind of pain on the man that raised them at every family event. If I were a plus one to your sister's wedding and I found out the other guy walking her down the aisle was the guy that knocked up her mum and had only showed up a year ago, then I would think your mum is human trash and your sister is a moron for publicly airing your family dirty laundry. Unless, of course, having him walk down the aisle with her is a devious attempt to publicly shame the both of them, then kudos to her. And one more from Dank Loser 12 who says, not the asshole. The only asshole here is your mum, frankly. And you are never obligated to give support to someone except you want it as long as you let the others do what they want. Of course, your mum made the situation hard and your father is understandably feeling pain and there's confusion. But in the end, you don't have to let them support them get their biofathers. And if you feel you are in a good idea, tell them as an advice, nothing more. This situation is the opposite of yours and you gotta respect each other. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What an incredibly difficult situation to get out of. There's just so much damage in a whole bunch of relationships here. Let me know what your thoughts are on how they maybe they could handle it in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Winter Management 717. 
am I the asshole for telling my former brother-in-law that we are no longer family and neither is his child? My sister Jessie was married to Luke for six years and they were together for more than a decade. In that time, Luke became part of the family and we all loved him. Then when my nephew was five, Luke cheated on Jessie and got the other woman pregnant. He wanted to make the marriage work, but my sister didn't and she left him. He ended up with custody of his daughter because her mum didn't want a child and didn't want his daughter to be up for adoption. Ever since that, he has been a single dad to her and he and Jessie kind of co-parent, but Jessie can't forgive him for what he did, so she keeps her distance. He asked Jessie to take his daughter on when she was three months old, again when she turned one, and at least once a year ever since. She's now five. A couple of months ago, my nephew told Luke to stop trying to get his mum to be his half-sister's mum. My nephew has been in the house while his dad is on the phone to my sister, so he hears everything. We believe this is an attempt to turn my nephew against Jesse for saying no, but it didn't work. The thing is, I do believe part of him just wants his daughter to be part of a family. He never had a close one and her mother's family aren't in the picture. She knows my nephew has us. She's expressed an interest in being included before. My nephew had a game and me and my parents went with Jesse to cheer him on. Luke was there with his daughter and she ran over to us when she saw my nephew and wanted us to be a family too. But I don't think he has the right to that and I think he's a dick for asking so much after what he did. Anyway, after that incident, Luke really got more intense with trying to get his daughter included. So much that he reached out to tell me that I need to talk to my sister and make her see that this is the right thing to do. He told me he was part of the family and that if we truly loved him, we wouldn't have stopped because of what he did. I told him he was once, but he disrespected and hurt my sister and betrayed her trust. And that meant he was no longer part of the family and neither is his child and we're not going to adopt her as one of us. He tried to yell at me, but I hung up. I was venting to a friend about him and she told me it was kind of harsh when this little girl is the one suffering the most because of all of this. Am I the asshole? Now, it's going to be a not the arsehole in this situation, but I've got to say, my, my heart breaks for that poor little girl. She's obviously been told quite a lot by, by this guy and, you know, like, that's your family. We're going to get you part of that family and, and various things like that for her to run over to them and say, I want to be a part of your family. And all he's doing is making the situation worse for this poor young girl. And I am left questioning, does he really want this girl to be part of, like, a bigger family a more family unit or is he really just trying to get someone to look after his child he's already displayed selfish behavior in the past so it wouldn't be a total surprise would it but let's move to the comments to see what they say and we're starting with okay average who says not the asshole chances are that little girl thinks of you as family because luke keeps whispering in her ear that she is doesn't look like luke actually wanted to be a father what kind of parent tries to get his ex to take in a kid they had from an affair JC says, "Ugh, this is so tough because my heart breaks for that little girl. But you're not the arsehole. Also, Luke seems unwell. Has he not moved on by now? Does he have family in the picture? OP replies, he technically does, but they have never been close. Even when he was a kid, they are all essentially strangers who don't want to be more than strangers. Sub says, not the arsehole. I think you're wrong. He doesn't want her to be part of a family. He just wants someone else to raise his kid. To which OP replies saying, I think he does want her to be part of a family. Not because he doesn't want her. I truly believe he does or he would have surrendered her up for adoption before now. But because I believe he does want more for her. 
but he's being cruel to my sister in the process. He could have figured his shit out and found someone and treated them better who could love her without the hurt attached. Instead, he's trying to force the role on my sister who was betrayed by him already. Special Koala says not the asshole. It is unfortunate that little girl is suffering, but it is his job to give her a family, not push her to be part of someone else's. Jasmina says not the asshole. You were right in everything you said and kudos to your nephew for understanding what his father was trying to do and not falling for it. It's sad for the little girl, but no one except their dad and mum can be blamed for the situation they are in. John Draper says, info, for clarification, Luke and Jesse are divorced, living separately and co-parenting your nephew. And Luke is asking Jesse to be some sort of maternal figure to his daughter, even though they are divorced. OP replies, yes, he basically wanted her to play mum and take his daughter when she has my nephew, or at the very least have a presence in her life. But his original request was she take the role of mum for the girl. John Draper then replies to that one saying, yeah, that's disturbed. It's pretty emotionally and mentally abusive towards your sister, first of all. It generally shows his philosophy of women too. The real trauma this girl is going through is having a father who clearly doesn't want her and then putting Luke in the middle of this abuse hat trick. Not the asshole at all and you'll may have some tough decisions ahead if he doesn't stop. And we'll have one more from Don't Drink The Coffee who says, not the asshole. he wants someone else to parent and take care of his child. It doesn't sound like he is trying to put the effort in. The little girl deserves better, but it's his responsibility that he is trying to put on others. He decided to cheat. He decided to keep the baby, and then it was harder than he realized, so now he is trying to pawn her off. I wouldn't be shocked if he also thought the mother would change her mind after the birth and would take over the childcare. That seems to be an assumption multiple men have. Now, what would you do in this situation? That poor girl is what keeps going through my mind, but obviously it's not the sister's responsibility. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to the next one. And our next story does follow with an update from Esmeralda Weatherwax. Titled, Am I the Arsehole? I took my friend's cat to a boarding kennel after she dropped them at my house. I don't like animals. I know that probably makes me an arsehole in many people's eyes, but I just don't. I particularly don't like domestic cats, especially if they're allowed to roam around outside. That said, animals are living things and I wouldn't deliberately harm one. My friend group knows my stance. I've been asked to animal sit in emergencies before and I've been happy to do it to help people out of a tight spot. I do the best I can with limited knowledge. It's always been for a day or two at most. Last week, I got a phone call from a friend asking me to mind her cat for a day or two as she had something she needed to do urgently. I agreed and went over to her house after work to do cat things. The litter tray was full. There was cat poop on the floor. There was no food in the house and no water in the bowl. The stench as I entered made me wretch. I looked around and couldn't find anything cat related, so I called my friend. She said she hadn't had time to buy anything and I could go to the shops. I asked her when she would be back. She hedged around a bit and finally told me she was camping with her boyfriend and wouldn't be back for at least two weeks. I gave it some water and defrosted some mints I found in the freezer so it wouldn't starve. I told her that I wouldn't look after the cat for that long. She said there was no one else. So I did some research, found a reputable boarding kennel and sent her the details. It was $37 a day. I had her send me her credit card details and drop the cat off the next morning. She came back two days later and was angry with me because I could have done this one thing for her and she had to cut her trip short because she didn't have the money to pay the boarding fees. I told her I would never have agreed to mind her cat in the first place and I thought the conditions she left it in were disgraceful. 
She snapped that I had no idea what I was talking about because my heart was black and empty because I don't like animals. I laughed and told her a truly evil person would have dumped their cat at the pound. Our friend group is divided. The cat lovers don't understand how I wouldn't want this opportunity. Others think I was completely in the right. Hell no, not the arsehole. I'm a big animal lover. I love animals. You know, I've inherited a dog. I've got some random cat that keeps coming into my house and I love them to bits. But I understand anyone that says, you know, they don't like animals. That's their choice. So you've done this kind thing and you went around the house and you found the animal was left in an absolute, literally shit condition. No food, litter box full, which is, isn't just, it's just not on for the cat's sake. And the fact she's willing to just up and leave the cat in that condition just shows how much the cat actually gets taken care of. And in your friend group, if there's so many cat lovers in there, like the family stories, why aren't they taking care of them? There's obviously a reason that friend isn't asking the rest of your friend group. But before we move on to the update, Bob Stammer says not the arsehole and I would have reported her to animal welfare as well. Susan says... Absolutely not the arsehole. Not liking animals doesn't make you a bad person. It does mean you have insight into your own abilities or lack thereof. You made a sensible rap. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss decision in the best interest of the cat your friend is rude and entitled though what a scummy thing to do to leave your cat in that condition you could also report them to whatever your equivalent of rspca is bitch pudding says not the arsehole animal lover here and i don't judge you at all for not liking animals they're not for everyone i'm incredibly shocked by the manner your friend left her cat in also for her to say oh by the way it's actually too weak is really uncool I feel like you did a really nice thing by finding a place to watch her cat. She doesn't deserve a cat. It's obvious she's not responsible for it. If anyone is the a-hole here, it's your friend for the treatment of her cat and how she deceived you. Old Minty says not the arsehole. It's common courtesy when asking someone to cat sit to leave them with a clean litter box and enough litter and food to last the time away. It's also recommended to leave a list of emergency numbers and some cash in case the sitter needs to buy supplies. Last, unless you regularly pet sit for the person who's pet sitting for you, offer to pay your sitter a nominal fee every day, even if it's a good friend. Source, me, I'm a pet owner, have been for years. CT Bean says, not the arsehole. You should have taken the cat into the pound. She obviously can't be a good pet owner. She's failing the cat and is a terrible friend and selfish person. 
OP replies saying, I did seriously consider it, but they are a kill shelter and no matter how I feel about cats, it didn't deserve to be condemned. In hindsight, the cat rescue place might have been a better adoption. I kind of panicked though, didn't really think things through clearly thought more things through than your friend did but evocative enigma says not the arsehole that sounds like harmful neglectful and she tried to trick you into taking care of her cat for two weeks when she couldn't even bother to provide you the bare necessities for her own pet also frozen mice usually aren't for cats does your friend perhaps own a snake or some other reptile and that last line it was meant to say mince i think because i think op in the original one put mice <laughs> and then says i am absolutely a cat lover and those conditions sound appalling and trying to trick you like that in the first place is what makes her an asshole but she's a bigger asshole because of the poor way she treats her animal now we'll move over to the update to see what that says hello redditors so in short the cat will be going to a new home when i dropped it off the kennel said it was in very poor condition I told them what I found and they apparently contacted the RSPCA. After all your helpful comments, I did too. I didn't take any photos, but because there had already been a report, they sent someone around to have a look. I don't know exactly what happened, but the cat has been removed. Apparently it's a purebred ragdoll. It needs some vet work and some time to rebuild condition, but it should have no trouble being adopted. I had to give a statement about what I found. My friend group was angry with me at first until I gave my side of the story. Apparently, she'd been gone three days before she called me. She was telling everyone I promised to look after the cat and didn't go around. I looked through my call register and emails and there was nothing from her at all. So now she's not or friend anyhow and the cat lovers think I did the right thing. Several of them tried to convince me to take the cat but I opted not to. I've seen what happens to animals that aren't cared for properly. No way am I ever going to be that person. Thank you for your advice and comments. I'm going to set very strict boundaries for any future pet. And a positive update all around for the cat by the sounds of it. Sounds like it should have no problem being adopted and find a new home, a new loving home, which is absolutely fantastic. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Her Wedding Day. Am I the asshole for refusing to walk my daughter down the aisle? My daughter, 26 female, and I haven't spoken in years. When she was 15, we found out she wasn't my biological daughter and my wife had cheated on me years ago with a friend. As it turns out, this so-called friend was suddenly interested in playing dad. My wife and I divorced, my daughter learned the truth, and I told her I still loved her no matter what. Of course, she was interested now in getting to know her biological father, and while it hurt, I tried to accept that. She started pulling away from me after that. Even when trying to still do things together as a family, she was no longer interested. The last straw was when she was 20 and living at my house. We were arguing because she dropped from her college courses and hasn't done anything for three months and mad because I told her she either needed to go to school or work if she wants to stay here for free. She told me I'm not a real dad, so stop pretending like I am and she'd just go stay with her real father. That broke me honestly, but I told her if that's how she really feels, then there's really nothing left to say between us. And she did move out to go live with him. I was depressed for a very long time, drank so much. My son, 24 male, was my only reason to keep moving forward. For the first couple of years, I reached out to my daughter. She wanted no contact. I learned to accept that and move on. It helped me find more peace in my life. My son stopped talking to her for a while over this and was angry with her. They still chat sometimes, which doesn't bother me at all. Through him, I learned her biological father died in October 2019. 
and that she's engaged. She reached out to me. First that she knows that we haven't talked in a while, but wants to ask me if I'd be willing to walk her down the aisle. After a pretty long message about how much she hurt me in the past with her actions, I told her no. She didn't want me to be a father anymore, so I learned to no longer view her as my daughter. This turned into a fight between us because, according to her, it's not her fault she wanted to know her real dad, and I agreed with her it's not, but what was her fault is how she treated me ever since. In my mind, I know if he hadn't passed, we wouldn't even be speaking right now. It ended with telling her, I hope she enjoys her wedding, but I want no part of it or her life. My son's told me she's ranting to my family that I'm ruining her day and she thought parents are supposed to love their kids unconditionally. My brother seems to think that now I am being an arsehole and this is my chance to be in her life again, but I have no interest in that. Still seems everyone has a strong opinion on it and I'm making it difficult for my daughter to have the wedding she wants when it would mean a lot to her. My son is on my side, but the comments are still wearing me down. And just for the sake of sanity, am I being an arsehole? Cloth Diaper Addict says, not the arsehole. She decided that you're not her father in any capacity. You respected that. Now the other guy is dead. She doesn't get to change the rules. She doesn't want you. She wants someone to play a part. Maybe your son can be the one to give her away instead. Not a robot on her says, not the arsehole. Wow, OP. I'm sorry to read through your story and some people may disagree, but I really don't think you're the arsehole. You attempted to contact throughout the years, but it wasn't you that became distant. It was your daughter. She wanted to get to know her bio dad. Nothing wrong with that, but at the expense of becoming distant and eventually having no contact with you. Her dad, who had been there for her since she was born. Now the bio dad isn't there to walk her down the aisle. OP, if she wanted you at the wedding, you would have gotten an invitation and not become a stand-in for a deceased bio dad. Why can't her brother walk her down the aisle? Personally, I think she wants her wedding to look good, irrespective of how you feel. Not the arsehole at all. Grumar says not the arsehole, she's just mad this will ruin her day. Has no concerns of your thoughts and feelings. Raymond Beaumont says and quotes, in my mind, I know if he hadn't passed, we wouldn't even be speaking right now. And then says, and you are almost certainly right. She was an adult when she decided she didn't want you in her life. It's sad that it was a bad decision, but it was her decision, not the arsehole. And one more from Shiloha Sings who says, I'm leaning towards no one's an arsehole here on this one. I think you're within your right to not agree to be a part of a wedding, but I also think there are some major omissions within your post about your daughter's perspective on things. First, you mentioned that she started pulling away from you after getting to know her biological father. You seem to assume that was definitely the reason, but she was 15. Between the ages of 15 to 20, I think most teenagers are less interested in participating in family activities, regardless of whatever else is going on. The fact that you're convinced this was the result of her making a choice to pull away from you personally, rather than being a teenager, makes me doubt your interpretation of her perspectives throughout this whole thing. Second, the situation when you guys argued when she was living at your house is another place where I feel a lot of context is being glossed over. She had just dropped her courses and that's not something that people do for no reason. Clearly there was something going on. It seems the argument you described was the last stage of a situation that had been bad for a while, in which case her finding somewhere else to live was probably for the best for both of you. What she said was hurtful, obviously, but it was obviously coming at the end of a long-term bad situation, which I feel like you were downplaying in your post. Third, when she asked you if you'd be willing to walk her down the aisle, you immediately jumped to the conclusion that she was only asking because her biological father died. 
You absolutely don't know that. You have barely spoken to her for years. There's no reason to think you can read her intentions correctly. It's just as likely that planning her wedding is making her think about family, and she's wanting to take this as an opportunity to rebuild bridges. That may not be correct, and you're totally within your right to turn her down even if that's the case, but it's just as likely as your assumptions. Finally, you seem to be giving a lot of credit to your son's interpretation slash account of her actions with the rest of your family, which is not necessarily an accurate perspective. You've said that he has his own issues with her, and he's probably at least to some extent telling you things you want to hear because he cares about you and knows you're upset. That's almost definitely going to be a biased perspective. At the end of the day, you don't have to mend your relationship with your daughter if you don't want to, and you're not an asshole for turning her down. However, I think it might be a good idea to do some soul searching to see if you may be missing some perspective on this. It may be worth asking if she'd be willing to share her side of things with you in writing, since you had the chance to express how much she hurt you in a message. Whether or not you want a relationship beyond that point is up to you. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Do you think there is more going on like that last comment said? Do you think maybe she has thought about family after all these years? Or do you think like the other comments, you know, she just wants OP back in her life now because she lost her bio father? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And for our final story, we're heading on over to r slash Mark Narrations where you can post your own stories and we read them out occasionally and all that sort of stuff. And it's from Maple Milky asking, am I the asshole for being upset that my haircut and dye didn't turn out how I wanted? Quick prefaces, I'm on mobile, so sorry for formatting spelling mistakes. Some people may think this is an obvious thing, but I'm autistic and have an anxiety disorder, so I'm not great at social things and emotional regulation. Sorry if this sounds rambly and like I'm overthinking. So I had an appointment booked at the only salon in town. It's a very small town for a cut and color. I asked for my hairdresser to color my hair like e-girl split dye style. May have got that wrong. With one side blonde and the other purple. My closest friend recently dyed their hair half dark purple, half black. So they were really excited that would sort of mirror each other. After I told her what I wanted, the hairdresser didn't ask any more questions and just got to work. It didn't turn out how I wanted. The hairdresser removed the foil from the purple side while she was toning the blonde side, and I think that caused some of the toner to get into the purple. There were some chunks in the purple side where the top of my hair is blonde, then with no smooth transition, it's purple. I will say that I can style my hair in a way where it looks decent. It's just not the way I like to have my hair because having it styled that way feels weird on my head. It's like a bad stim. There's also no line down the middle where the color split like I wanted. I was texting my friends while I was there. They were also excited to see my hair when it was finished. When I told them I was upset it didn't turn out how I wanted, but felt bad about it, they told me I wasn't being an asshole because I paid for a service and didn't get what I wanted. But I don't know if that's because we're all close friends and most of us are all neurodivergent. There was someone waiting for me to finish before their appointment with a hairdresser. So when the hairdresser told me she was done, I paid, cost around 80 USD and left, even though I didn't like how it had turned out. I didn't want to cause a problem. This woman had been cutting my hair for nearly 15 years and I haven't really had many issues with her in the past. I'm at home now, been trying to comb things to make them look better, but I still don't like it. I told my mum and she doesn't seem happy about it. My mum has an appointment with the same hairdresser tomorrow. I'm a little scared that she'll say something to the hairdresser and maybe cause an issue. 
Am I the asshole for being upset that it didn't turn out how I wanted? My hair is really important of how I present myself. I genuinely don't know if I'm overreacting because it's just hair, it'll grow back, I can die over it, etc. Absolutely not the asshole. Like if you paid for a service, you didn't get it. Paying $80 for a service and you didn't get it, then I don't think you're the asshole. I'm not sure how the whole dye thing works and all this kind of thing. And as long as you explained yourself at the part at the very start exactly how you wanted your hair and all that kind of thing and there was no confusion in that then yeah i think you deserve to have that fixed where possible i had a, it wasn't so it wasn't such a devastating thing with my hairdresser once and i've been going to the same place for a long time and i sort of have my hair kind of longer on the top very much like my avatar and very short on the sides like quite high up up to where it meets the the line around my head and then it's sort of like all pushed back but yeah, I have a one all the way around the side, so it's really short. But this guy, <laughs> I remember him doing it and I was looking at him thinking, you're going to cut that off right. And he cut my hair and he didn't go to, he didn't go high enough so it meets the line. And so it looked like I had a bowl cut. <laughs> and so when he turned around at the end and said, finish, I was like, oh no, you're not. I'm not walking out the place with this on. <laughs> I thought at some point he's gonna he's gonna sort of fade that in, you know, but he absolutely didn't. And he, I was, I was just staring at him at first in disbelief, like for real. I, I thought it might be a joke, and I, I was I was polite about it afterwards. And but I don't use that guy no more. Had a couple of issues with cuts with him. I still go to the same barbers, just a different guy in the barbers. Sometimes it's a bit awkward, but hey, I don't give a shit. Cyborg Nitter says, not the asshole. In fact, if I were you, I'd go back and ask them to fix it. You paid for a service and it sucked. Emerald says, not the asshole. You paid for it and you didn't like it. And with anxiety, it's hard to tell the person who just spent a lot of time on your hair. You don't like how it turned out. Humble Wolf says, not the asshole. You paid for a specific look and didn't get it. I'd be upset too. While it's just hair, like you said, you said your hair is an important part of who you are and how you present yourself. Anyone would be upset about it. Would it be possible to get some purple box dye and redo the purple side with one of your friend's help or maybe help from your mum? It might not fix it completely, but might help you feel better about it. Jelly Rose, the author says, not the asshole, it's a paid service and you have a right to dislike it, especially something as personal as your hair. If she doesn't have experience doing something like that, she shouldn't have done it and took care that her client was happy. Now, what would you do if you was in the hairdressers and you had a similar situation? Do you ever question it where if you get a bad haircut or bad dye, would you question it? Let me know your thoughts and verdicts on all of today's stories. I would love to hear them as always. A huge thank you for spending over 30 minutes with me today. And just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. There's a playlist on the screen right now if you'd like to watch more Am I the Butthole videos or relationship stories, whatever you fancy. And these are playlists so it will scroll through for you by itself. Thank you so much for your time and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 